The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. The Functional Sportsaholic is back for the 2022 NFL season. I am so excited. We have two preseason games behind us for most teams. I guess three for the Hall of Fame weekend. That Hall of Fame game was awful. Uh, but we're going to be talking about NFL futures. I guess I have a power ranking, but I also have, you know, basically this is the NFL futures podcast. We do have the NFL futures lines from BovadaSportsbook.com. So if you're looking to make some money, I'm going to let you know kind of my future bets, uh, my favorite value bets, and of course, you know, who I think are the Super Bowl favorites by virtue of this list. So Sam isn't going to be joining. I texted him last night. I said, look, we're doing an episode. It's all going to be about power rankings. Usually you set the segment out. What do you think? And he said, yeah, man, I'm busy. I'll come back to it when I'm ready. I'm like, okay. All right, Sam. All right. All right. Sorry to ask. Now that's, I'm just kidding. But uh, when we get NFL heavy, Sam just says, I ah, just take it. So um, we're going to be doing that. Uh, I'm just going to get right into it. I'm going to be doing my top 10 again, my, my power rankings, just like I do year in and year out. But I'm going to start outside instead of just doing my respect teams like I usually do. I'm going to give you my favorite two bets. Uh, for the 2022 NFL season in terms of value. One I'm going to give you is the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, I'm seeing articles. I was reading an article today on ESPN, and they say, ah, the Steelers, are they going to have a losing record this season? Spoiler alert, they're not going to have a losing record. Again, I always try to remind people this. Like one, actually, it was two or three years ago, the Steelers went like, what was it, like 7-9, and 8-8, eight and maybe even 9-7 and seven with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges at quarterback, right? Then they get Ben Roethlisberger back. They go, I think there was one season when they went like 10-0, and 0, and then they kind of petered out at the end of the season. Then uh, coming up, I think last year, they kind of inched their way into the playoffs um, then got bounced. And I'll say this about the Steelers. I was just in Pittsburgh, by the way. I love the city. It's a beautiful city if you've never been. Um, the Steelers upgraded at quarterback. I know that's sacrilegious. Big Ben, Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famer, Super Bowl winning quarterback. How could you say that? Ben Roethlisberger's body was spent. You know how in Peyton Manning's last season, like those last few games, you're like, oh, this isn't Peyton Manning. This is this is Peyton Manning. We see him. It's his body, but it is not his arm, right? His brain's still there. He knows what to do, but he can't execute. That's the way Big Ben was at the end of the season. He was throwing balls into the ground towards the end of the year and then into the playoffs as well. They just weren't making runs. And Ben Roethlisberger, he was done. He retired, good for him, um, and it was time for him, right? It's not time for Tom Brady. Tom Brady looks like he's 27. I don't know, get what's going on there. It must be that TB12 method. I don't know. I have the book. You know, I'm rolling out my legs. I don't look like Tom Brady does. You know, he looks better than I look, and I'm younger than he is, by the way. Uh, but, um, you know, back to Big Ben, like, it was time for him. And Mitch Trubisky or Pickett or Rudolph, at this stage, are better than Ben Roethlisberger was last year. The defense, by the way, wasn't the the typical Pittsburgh Steelers defense we were used to seeing. There were injuries across the board. Bottom line is this. Look, the defense is going to be back. They look like they have energy. It's preseason. Everybody's healthy and all that stuff, right? Uh, at quarterback, they have more option now at quarterback than they ever have. It's either going to be Trubisky or Pickett. I wasn't high on Pickett after his first uh, preseason performance. After seeing the last week's games, which again was week two, I thought, oh, you know what? He will be pushing Trubisky for the starting job by the end of the year, regardless of what the record is. Trubisky, remember, he took two really bad Bears teams to the playoffs in the NFC. Uh, he had a year kind of learning behind Brian Dable and Josh Allen in Buffalo. Well, he's back. He's going to be better 
than Roethlisberger was. And all of these younger quarterbacks can use their legs, something Roethlisberger hasn't done in years. So again, I think Pittsburgh is uh, is a legitimate Super Bowl contender based on the defense, based on their ability to run the ball. Their receivers are fantastic. And all their quarterback has to do is complete a pass on third and one every now and then when the receiver's already wide open because the schemes, schemes receivers wide open. Just don't throw the ball into the ground like Roethlisberger did so many times towards the end of the season. The Steelers are plus 9,000 according to Bovada. All right, so they're plus 9,000. That's a good payout. That's a good payout. So I would take that all day. Now, my other team that has value are the New Orleans Saints. And again, you know, this is kind of the, the Saints are suffering from the same thing. Sean Payton's gone. Drew Brees is gone. It's a new, um, you know, I guess it's a, a, you can't even really call it a new regime because Allen there has been the defensive guy and kind of like, you know, moonlighting as assistant head coach and this and that. He's been there for a while. He um, He's going to be fine. The defense is going to have continuity. And this defense... This defense has always been underrated. They look better now than they have in years. So I like the New Orleans Saints this year in terms of value. At quarterback, again, they should be improved just like Pittsburgh. They should be improved if Jameis Winston can play the full slate of games. Um, I I don't know what we're going to get, but Michael Thomas is back. You know, Alvin Kamara, we'll see what he does. I think he's going to be just fine as well. You know, those skill players are aging a little bit, which is concerning. But what I really like about the Saints is that they can move the ball and they have a really good defense. It just comes down to whether or not Jameis Winston's going to throw a ton of interceptions, which he can obviously do. We'll see. The New Orleans Saints are at plus 4,000, according to Bavada. So we'll see how that goes. But I like that value. Now, the rest of the uh, the the teams that I'm going to be talking about here, this is my top 10 to start the NFL season, my power rankings. But this is also kind of like, can this team win the Super Bowl? I'll say yes or no. Yeah, probably about half of them on the list, I think, can win the Super Bowl. So let's get moving here. I'm going to start with the team at number 10 that can, and I repeat, can win the Super Bowl, and I'll tell you why. Number 10 on my initial power rankings, the Los Angeles Chargers. They can win the Super Bowl because I believe Justin Herbert is a generate well, not a generational. It's a, it's a little bit uh, too strong. But Justin Herbert is a quarterback that can lead a team to a Super Bowl. He has the ice water in his veins. When you need a play, he can make a play. He does not shrink from the moment. That's, for me, the biggest thing. Are your, Is your coaching good enough? And can your quarterback come up big in big moments? And the Chargers have both of those things. Now, coaching, I like the offensive system, what Lombardi does there. He's going to be a head coach next year, by the way. I cannot believe somebody didn't hire him. He'll be a head coach someday, probably next year. So this will be the last year for the Chargers with this offensive system, this current offensive system in place, which is big. It's what makes Eckler a star. It's what makes Herbert a star. Um, but uh, the defensive coaching with, uh, I think it's Staley out there, but uh, you know the ex-Rams uh, coordinator when the Rams were dominant two years ago, I think he's going to turn this defense around. I don't think the defense gave us everything they could do. The addition of Mac is going to be big for them, this defensive unit. I think they can get it done. We'll see. I'm only starting in the Met 10 because I'm not sure whether or not the defense is going to give um, give us enough. But this NFL, this offense is good enough in the NFL to win a Super Bowl. And so I have to put them on the list. And I have to say, yes, they can win. We'll see. I want to see more from the defense. Uh, Bavada has the Chargers at plus 1,400. To win the Super Bowl, or yeah, to win the Super Bowl, number nine on my list. As I as I'm reading this, I wrote this out yesterday. As I'm reading this, I'm thinking, hmm, maybe I should put the Chargers ahead of this team, but I didn't yesterday, so we're gonna roll with it. The Philadelphia Eagles are my number nine team. Why are they number nine? I can tell you, it's because their defense looks better to me than they did last year, and Jalen Hurts 
look, he's not impressing me as you know in terms of you know his ability to play quarterback, read the field, and everything. He has nice passing efficiency numbers, meaning his completion percentage is is, is pretty reasonable. But you know, even with the addition of AJ Brown. You know, you can make the argument that the Eagles are playing very vanilla offense, that they're not really trying to show their hand, and I think that would be the the correct thing to do. But I'm seeing the same thing from from Jalen Hurts, although he is better. It's kind of like 10 yards and in. Defenses are going to be able to clamp down on that in the playoffs. I don't think Jalen Hurts is a quarterback today that can win you a Super Bowl. So I don't know. I have the Eagles ranked a little bit more highly. They're in a better division. Um, and uh, let's see, Bavada has them at plus 2,200 to win the Super Bowl. Um, so their odds are a little bit lower than the Chargers I just mentioned. As I say this, I'm wavering. I'm wavering. I'm gonna. I'm gonna change it right now. You know what? I'm. am putting the Eagles at number 10 and the Chargers at number nine. Screw it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just make that change. Number eight on this list: the Green Bay Packers, the team that's won 13 games like three years in a row. Um, you know, everybody's kind of freaking out about the Devontae Adams exit. And yeah, you don't want to see a player of that caliber and really the chemistry of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams leave town. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. And so what are the Packers going to do? In my opinion, the Packers are going to be just spreading around, um, you know, the ball. I think Lazard's going to get a lot of receptions. I think Tanyan, when he's back and healthy, is going to get a lot of receptions. I think both Dylan and Jones are going to get a lot of receptions at the running back position. And it's Aaron Rodgers. He's won a Super Bowl before. Obviously, he know we know he can win again, win it again. And yes, I do think that this team can win the Super Bowl. However, However, I'm, again, I'm not sure about the defense. Um, and, you know, is there a playmaker? I got to be honest with you, in big games, I think Aaron Rodgers looked too much at Devontae Adams. You know, with Adams being gone, you know, I think this might make the Packers more versatile in tougher playoff games. Are they going to win 13 games this season? I don't know. That's a tough ask. But I think arguably as a playoff team, this Packers team, by the time we get to January, this Packers team could be more formidable because they're more versatile, and so they're interesting. But again, I want to see it play out on the field. I want to see how this offense takes shape, so they only are only at number eight at this point. Bovada has them at plus 900 to win the Super Bowl, so Bovada likes them just fine, and so do I, but we'll see how it play, shakes out on the field. Number seven, I have to give some love to the Cincinnati Bengals. And if you're a Cincinnati uh, Bengals fan, you do not like that the Bengals are number seven on my list. But I'm taking them back for a couple of reasons. One, can they win the Super Bowl? Yes, they can absolutely win the Super Bowl. Why? Because they should have won the Super Bowl last season. And I say that, you know, the the the, the Bengals made two big mistakes in that game. And if you're a Bengals fan, you have to you have to agree with this, right? One is they really shied away from Jalen Ramsey. I know Ramsey's a good defensive back. I know, like, I know what the Rams were doing. But he's not locking down Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is generational. I, I, I said, you know, Justin Herbert's generational, I, I, and I immediately that walked that back. I'm not walking this back. Jamar Chase is generational talent. He's the closest thing to Megatron that I've seen since Megatron. He is matchup proof. And yeah, Jalen Ramsey will knock the ball away. He might get a pick every now and then. But man, the Bengals really played wuss ball, in my opinion. Just throw the ball up to Jamar Chase in the Super Bowl, you're going to be fine. You're going to win. The other obvious thing that they did is they took Joe Mixon off the field. I don't care what Samaje Pirine's role was on that team as the third down back. And yes, I know he got into the end zone. In a got-to-have-it moment, when you need one yard, what in the world are you doing taking Joe Mixon off the field? It was stupid. 
There's no getting around it. So can the Bengals win? Yes. I've never been enamored with their coaching staff. I'm still not enamored with their coaching staff, and I believe that coaching staff cost their team a championship. So it has nothing to do with the product on the field. The players are there. The players can win. They have to overcome the coaching, in my opinion. Bavada has the Cincinnati Bengals at plus 2,200 to win the Super Bowl. Number six on my list, the Baltimore Ravens. Now, that's probably surprising to some people. Why am I putting them up there? Because they made a change at defense. The defense had been regressing. They were pretty predictable. They were blitzing all the time. They got rid of their uh, their defensive coordinator. They brought in uh, the guy from Michigan who had actually previously been coaching this team. So um, I think he was gone. Uh, their current defensive coordinator was at the University of Michigan last year, completely transformed that Michigan defense, made them a title contain- contender. He spent years with the Ravens, knows the personnel. Well, he's back. I think this new defense is legit. The Ravens, again, Getting healthier, everybody starts the season healthier, as healthy as they're going to be anyway. Um, I think the Ravens are there. Now, yeah, they got rid of uh, of the wide receiver there, shipped them out to um, to Arizona. But I think Bateman, and, and this really isn't a big wide receiver team anyway. They're going to be able to run the ball. J.K. Dobbins is back. Lamar Jackson, he keeps, you know, he didn't take the big leap forward as a passer that Josh Allen did a couple years ago, but he keeps getting better. I love that about him. Obviously, his legs are dynamic. This team's going to catch a lot of passes. Mark Andrews is, to me, the best tight end in the league at this point with respect to Travis Kelly. Kelsey, uh, Kelsey's getting a little bit up there in age. Mark Andrews is in the prime. I would take Andrews. Um, so, yeah, I like what Baltimore's doing. I think that they can win the Super Bowl. And Bavada has them at plus 2,000 to win the Super Bowl. So, you know, they're a little bit lower than, say, Cincinnati. No, no, no. Actually, they're higher than Cincinnati. Um, and I have now, I have mentioned three of the four teams. I'm not going to be mentioning the Cleveland Browns outside of this one mention. They're not going to be making my list. Uh, let's see here. Number five. San Francisco 49ers. Why the 49ers? Can they win the Super Bowl? Uh, I believe in the coaching staff. I believe in the defense. I believe in the skilled players in the offense. I do not yet believe that Trey Lance can win a Super Bowl. So even though they're high on my list, Lance can prove me wrong. Can he make that Mahomes-like leap? That's what it's going to take for the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. But this team is stacked. They've been in the NFC Championship, I believe, two out of three years. Definitely two out of the last four, but I'm pretty sure two out of the last three years. Uh, Trey Lance is really has really improved as a passer so good for him uh we keep hearing things about you know shanahan possibly running the pistol um we haven't seen that in preseason and why in the world would you run read option with your you know young talented quarterback in the preseason and expose him to injury that's not going to happen we're going to see another layer of this offense as we get into the regular season eli mitchell will be healthy and fine and good to go um Debo samuel has been extended he's happy iuk we keep hearing about him in camp kittle's going to be back he had a down year last year both with injury and then quarterback flux this team is going to be better lance it's all on lance's shoulders whether or not they can win the super bowl i'm not going to say they can win yet but this defense they they have the support around him if he really is making the leap this year we will see it they could you know make that jump so i'm willing to be proven wrong there but once again 49ers start number five on my list because i like what they're going to be doing record wise and they are according to bavada plus 1600 to win the super bowl number four on my list tampa buccaneers Look, we know about the Bucs. I, I don't love the losses that they've incurred in the offseason on the defensive line. Um, I don't love that Tom Brady is stepped away from training camp. If you believe the you know what Todd Bowles says as they were planning it, here's here's a conspiracy theory for you. I believe Tom Brady got a vasectomy. <laughs> that's that's about two to three weeks of recovery time. He doesn't want to spend time in camp. He's like, well, I'm not gonna you know spend a week or two weeks in bed. 
you know, after a vasectomy with my family in summer, I'll just do it during training camp when the, when the younger guys need the reps. That's my theory. I think he'll be back. I'm not worried about it. Um, you know, other people start asking questions. I love my conspiracy theory, by the way. Comment on this, uh, on this podcast below if you think Tom Brady also got a vasectomy, if, or if you also think that. Uh, Bavada has the Bucks at plus 750. Uh, yeah, that's, that's fine. Um, I believe that's the second highest favorite uh, behind the Bills who are higher on this list for me. But Bavada, once again, has them at 750 to win the Super Bowl. And um, I'm just worried about the, uh, the defensive line. That's my only concern. Everything else, the offense is going to be better, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, number three on my list, the Los Angeles Rams defending champions at plus 1,200, according to Bavada. Why are they so low? It's only Stafford's elbow. I'm assuming he's going to be fine, but I'm going through some pretty nasty tendonitis in my elbow, um, shoulder. I'm going to need surgery. It seems to me like he's kind of going through some of the same stuff athletically. I think he's going to push through it, but I don't think he's going to be 100% Matt Stafford this year. Um, so it makes me wonder, are they, you know, are they going to protect him? Is he not going to be throwing 80 yards down the field like we're used to seeing Matt Stafford do? I don't know. I don't know. So my only question with the Rams at this point is whether or not Matt Stafford's healthy. I do think the defense will be better. The defense did take a step back last year. But again, when you lose a coordinator, even as good as your group is, you are going to take a step back. I do think the defense will be better. Now it's the second year in the system, uh, their newer kind of system. Um, and uh and yeah, it's all about Matt Stafford, so we'll see how that goes. Number two on my list, the Kansas City Chiefs. Why do I have the Chiefs up? Yeah, they lost to Reek Hill. What are you doing? Why are you putting the Chiefs up there? Well, it's kind of the same thing with Green Bay. You know, and what I'm seeing with the from the Kansas City Chiefs offensively in the preseason is they're dialed in, man. They do not have Tyreek Hill. And yeah, I worried I worry about Travis Kelsey and fantasy a little bit because now instead of people triple covering Travis Kelsey, they'll do it to um, I'm sorry, triple covering Tyreek Hill, they'll do it to Travis Kelsey. So that might be an issue. But, you know, at the end of the day, Mahomes is dealing, man. He's he's spreading the ball around. The Kansas City Chiefs, they're going to have open receivers. Andy Reid used to do this with Philadelphia year in and year out, you know, outside of the Terrell Owens season. You know, unheralded wide receivers who are just always open. And Mahomes is better than McNabb was for those Eagles teams. He's going to be able to complete passes. I do think the running game is going to be better. Okay, I'm not a big fan of Clyde Edwards Hilaire, as everybody knows. This Pacheco they got, the rookie there, he's looking pretty good. Who's going to get most of the targets? You know, it's going to be a distribution. So I don't think we're going to have a star, you know, like McCole Hardman or Valdez Scantling. I don't think they're stepping our Juju Smith Schuster. I don't think they're stepping up and becoming fantasy football stars. But this unit, I think, will get better as the season goes on. And um, and what really is jumping out to me early in preseason is their defensive line looks ready to go. The defense looks better than they did. I think the defense is taking accountability. I think, you know, in years past, they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, the offense is just going to score 40 points so we can mail it in. Um, that's not the case this year, man. I think with Tariq Hill gone I th- and, and you know, some of the additions and, you know, new life and, and you know, a few years in the system, I think this Kansas City Chiefs d- defense is ready to go. And I think not making the Super Bowl last year kind of was just like, whoa, you know, we lost to Cincinnati. Um, you know, Cincinnati made the Super Bowl. You know, why didn't we make the Super Bowl? I think they are just like, oh, gosh, they come in with a little bit more of a chip on their shoulder. I think they're going to be back strong. Kansas City Chiefs, Bavada has them at plus 1,000 to win the Super Bowl, which brings me to number one, the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to say the same thing about them, as I said, with uh, the Kansas City Chiefs defensively. They look better. And this Buffalo Bills defense was great last year. They look better this year. The offense, look, Brian Dable isn't calling plays. To me, it comes down to whether Dorsey there, who's calling plays now, can be as efficient in the red zone. I believe he can. I believe he can. I think we'll see a little bit of a different complexion. I think we'll see a little bit more running. 
um, which I think is good for the Bills. I think we'll see a little bit more tight end use, which I think will be good for the Bills. I think we'll see a little, a little less of Josh Allen running people over on the goal line, which is probably good for the Buffalo Bills long term. I think this Bills team is better than last year. Uh, I think this team can absolutely win the Super Bowl. They are my Super Bowl pick. If I had to pick today, my Super Bowl matchup, I'm going to go with, oh, this is tough. Definitely the Buffalo Bills because I think they're my, our champs. I'm kind of going back and forth between the Bucks and the Rams because I do have questions for both. It makes me wonder if, if Green Bay's defense can put it together. I would actually give Green Bay the nod this year if the defense can hold up, but I have questions there as well. So my NFC pick, I guess, to be before the season, I'll uh, I'll um, go with the uh, the Los Angeles Rams just because I think their defense will be able to carry Matt Stafford, but it all depends on Matt Stafford's health. So there you go. There are the odds. There are my Super Bowl picks. But again, if you're looking for value, I still think that, that 9,000, that plus 9,000 for Pittsburgh – I think that's the best low kind of like, hey, I'm looking for, you know, the value just kind of hit something big. I think Pittsburgh's my pick there. Anyway, there you go. There's the show. We'll get Sam back on another episode soon. I appreciate everybody listening. Have a great season. Go out, make some bets, baby. It's the Functional Sportsaholic. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>